Net proceeds from our show, Sports Medicine Weekly, go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the liveactivenow.org fund. Our producer, Shane Reardon. Our coordinating producer, Teresa Ann Siegert. Sports Medicine Weekly, Chicago's premier sports medicine program. Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole with you. Dr. Cole, question for you. How important is the um, aerobic uh, therapy in water, kind of the low-impact stuff? Do you do you recommend that after some of your knees, even shoulders or elbows? Yeah, water therapy is, is great for upper and lower extremity. It's great during upper extremity recovery. We use it because of the rhythm, all the muscle groups that get involved. You have to kind of know when you can release someone to do it, say after a rotator cuff surgery, for example. Um, but for lower extremity, there's not a lot of ways to practically and economically get someone to do aerobic exercise while minimizing load. So there's these devices, these special treadmills and things that people can run on, but they're they're not like, it's not a commodity. It's not like you can go everywhere and get it done. So water therapy, we use it for the bulls. We have these water tanks with treadmills on the bottom, for example. You can adjust the height to change the load. So it has uh, a lot of relevance to rehabilitating someone who, where you're trying to reintroduce load. And in addition to that, let's just say someone you're trying to eliminate load because every time they do high load activities, they get weight-bearing pain in their hips, their back, their knees, uh, their feet, and their ankles. So it's a way to be aerobic but not uh, expose their lower extremities to high loads that otherwise cause symptoms. So the bulls have these treadmills in the water, but where else would we find those? Well, I think there's ways to do it without treadmills. That's okay. just one example. That's really I neat, mean, though. Yeah, but water therapy is is awesome, and people, it just it's. Re- do you swim at all? I don't. Yeah, I'm not, I'm a, not, good I'm not a good swimmer either. But no. I will tell you, it's still one of the hardest things I do from a, a conditioning point of view, just from an aerobic. It's a it's a great aspect. great exercise. Yeah, it really is. No, I encourage people to do it, even though I don't love it myself, to be honest, because I'm just not a strong swimmer. But uh, people who love it, they get tremendous benefit. Well, let's dive more into aquatic therapy. Let's bring on one of our specialists from ATI Physical Therapy, Danielle Debelgado. And Danielle, thanks so much for joining us. Danielle is out of Aurora, Illinois, a primary aquatic therapist. And uh, Danielle, first question, why is aquatic therapy so effective? First, I'd like to say thank you for having me uh, this morning, gentlemen. Um, One of the best things for people that um, Dr. Cole had mentioned that had issues with with weight bearing and bearing load, um, that's one of the, the biggest things that we use aquatic therapy for. So we are able to utilize the buoyancy of the water to help decrease the load bearing that patients have. So for patients that are in uh, water that's approximately chest high, they're only going to be about a third of their their body weight is going to be on their body. So this helps people by allowing them to perform exercises that if they had full weight bearing, they may not be able to tolerate, especially patients that have high pain levels or a lot of guarding or even just those patients that have a lot of osteoarthritis that makes normal daily activities like walking and going up and down stairs so difficult. Getting them in the water can take off that pressure and relieve some of that for them so they have the freedom to perform exercises without having those increased pains and discomforts that they would normally have. Where where do you guys where do how many ATIs have pools or do you align yourselves with you know uh, you know local places that actually have a pool? So um, there are unfortunately 
not all the ACIs have um, aquatic locations. There are a few around the area. Um, if, if people are looking to find one of us, the best thing would be to do to contact um, ATI. Um, but personally, my office is actually inside the Rush Copley Healthplex. Um, on campus with Rush Copley Hospital. And so we are kind of partnered in that facility to where we are able to utilize. Um, they have the warm therapeutic pool, and they also have a cold lap pool. So depending on certain patients, what their, what their ailments are, what their conditions are, we are able to utilize both of those pools to perform our therapies in the, in the water. But one of the great things is, with both of those pools, we also have use of chairlifts. So people that aren't able to go up and down the ladders or even just walk in from the zero-depth entry, we're able to still get those patients into the water and be able to, to get them in and get the great benefits that, you know, they might have difficulty doing exercises out of the water because they may be wheelchair-bound. Our guest is Danielle Delgado from ATI Physical Therapy. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. This is Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning talking about why aquatic therapy is a great choice for treating injuries. I've got one for both of you, Dr. Cole and Danielle. Uh, my 11-year-old son, about a month ago, suffered a finger injury uh, playing on the trampoline All right, in our backyard. Hey. And uh, it hurt. He had to take off a weekend of baseball, and we got him back. He went to the emergency room. Fortunately, it wasn't. Um, we went to the doctor, and fortunately, it wasn't broken. Uh, it was an index finger. But what was funny was it, it, during his little rehab, we iced it and everything, and the you know ibuprofen. But he went to a swim party. One of our baseball teams had a swim party, and he spent about three hours in the pool. And he came out of that pool, and he said, "Dad, Mom, my my finger feels great." Is there yeah. is and I said I wonder if the what the water effect had on it. Am I crazy or was there could there be Danielle? Let me ask you first. Was there something sure. there without him even being aware? I mean, uh, of some sort some of sort therapy, of therapeutic value of water yeah. beyond just moving. Yeah, I mean, personally, my thought process would be yes. Um, you know, some people think when they hear aquatic therapy, it's oh, it's only for my legs or only for my back, but. I have treated pretty much almost every diagnosis under the sun in uh, the pool. And, you know, that can even boil down to doing, you know, more of like kind of a, an occupational or a hand therapy. You can do that and get patients in the water kind of doing gripping motions and, and things like that that they may not be able to tolerate quite, you know, on their own yet. Um, you know, he's a young guy, so hopefully, you know, just the the movement of it and getting it moving again, um, especially if he was kind of, for lack of a better phrase, babying it, you know, that kind of, you sure. know, the days after the injury. So just kind of getting in there and moving it around again and not putting, you know, the full stress on if he was gripping a baseball or, or holding a bat. It's a, it's a, you know, it's just like with aquatic therapy for everything. Aquatic therapy is a great stepping stone as well to get patients maybe from the level that they're at to get them to that next level. So patients that come out of having surgery that may be limited on things that they can do on land, we can get them in the water and do things that will then give them that stepping stone to get to the next level 
Um, so that could have been, you know, what your son was experiencing. It was like just getting it moving again, decreasing that guarding, and just kind of letting his hands start to move normal. That's probably what he experienced going through that. Yeah, Danielle, I agree. And Dr. Cole, I'm thinking what, when, what Danielle was saying was, you know, he's playing in the pool with all these other kids and, you know, probably get his mind off it, right? And all of a sudden he's mm-hmm. moving it the way he probably should have without, like Danielle said, the baby in it and all the ice and everything and focusing yeah. on it. Yeah, know? I know. I bet, you know, there's just a therapeutic aspect of getting motion back into the joint because he was not using it and yeah. it was just a low-stress way to do it. You know, I just, you know, finishing up, I do have patients who ask me a lot, you know, look, I'd like to get in the pool, do some water therapy. So I assume that uh, when I write a prescription that uh, it's getting uh, covered by insurance and that if they go to a place that doesn't have it, they sort of realign them to get to to a facility that actually has access to aquatic therapy. Is that fair to say? Yeah, we actually, we kind of deal with it in two different realms. A lot of doctors are starting to realize the incredible benefits of aquatic therapy. So they're actually sending some of their patients right off the bat with an aquatic therapy script. Um, a lot of those patients, too, they may have tried traditional therapies over the years and just not seen the right benefits from it. So they may be thinking, okay, hey, I've been through almost everything I can. What else is there left for me to try? And that's when aquatic therapy can be turned to a lot. Also, sometimes when we get a patient in, um, even specifically our facility, We might have a patient come in and the evaluating physical therapist is just like, you know what, this may not be the right path right now. Let's maybe get you into the pool and see if that's a better starting point. And when that happens, all we have to do is usually contact the doctor and just let them know, hey, this is kind of what we're seeing. Do you think aquatic therapy would also be a good route for the patient? Sometimes the doctors go, we didn't even know you guys had a pool. Yeah, we're really excited about that. Let's try it. A lot of the times, you know, physicians do um, respond really well to us suggesting that, especially for a patient that is, is having a lot of difficulties right off the bat. And then sometimes, too, we may have been seeing a patient for traditional land therapy, and they may just not be making the strides that they should be, not hitting those benchmark goals. So we may think, hey, let's put them in the pool for a little bit and then bring them back out of the water after a couple of weeks and see if we've made some progress there. Great stuff, Danielle. Really appreciate you joining us. The uh, Your website, ATI.com, is that right? It's ATIPT.com, and if you need to give us a call, it would be one eight five five my atipt um, but yeah, ATIPT.com, you can get information on aquatic therapy and what facilities that we have uh, aquatic therapy available. Wonderful. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. All right. We're out of time, Dr. Cole. So many thanks to our producer, Shane Reardon, our coordinating producer, Teresa Ann Seeger. also want to thank David Cole for managing our website, our business operations as well, and Samantha Smith from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush for coordinating things as well. So Dr. Cole coming up next here on 670 The Score inside the clubhouse with Bruce Levine. I hope you have a great week. I'll see you next week for another edition. You got it, Steve. Looking forward to it. Have a great week. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk with you next week. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on 670 The Score.